Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex P. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, Sunday, December 17th. Ian Cameron solo today on the show, ready to break down the uh, Sunday NHL card. Five games on tap. Let's do a quick recap of Saturday's uh, action before we uh, get to today's five games on the Sunday slate. Uh, it was a busy Saturday. It started in the afternoon, and getting the day started to, on the right foot, if you will, with the uh, draw, which I was on with Vancouver and Minnesota. The Wild get it done. A 2-1 to one shootout win over the Vancouver Canucks. Pretty good goaltending, pretty well defensive, uh, pretty good defensive play from both squads, and the Wild end up getting a 2-1 to one victory over the Canucks yesterday in that shootout victory. The Winnipeg Jets, 6-2 over Colorado. A late scratch, Kale McCarr in that game, but you know, as important as he is and as great a player as he is, you would still like to see Colorado play a little bit better in that spot. They were unable to, and obviously it was a great win for the Jets, six to two. They are rolling. They've now passed the Colorado Avalanche in the in the uh, central division uh, with that six to two victory. So the Jets playing some really good hockey right now. The New York Rangers, courtesy of two Vinny Trocheck goals come back to beat the Bruins two to one uh, in overtime uh, a very nice w- comeback win for them uh, in that one uh, New Jersey six to three over Columbus we were on uh, the over in that game so very good to see that uh, as they pretty much control proceedings a huge night for Jack Hughes one of many that he's had one of m- many more that I'm sure he will have in the future uh, the Philadelphia Flyers this shutout pitched by Samuel Erson in a one to nothing win over the Detroit Red Wings last night in that game. The Montreal Canadiens survive, although they were up 4-0 after two. The Islanders made a very uh, hard push in that third period, got it to 4-3, but the Canadiens hang on. They close it out with an empty netter, and they survive with a 5-3 win. Nearly a miracle comeback winner with the draw, kind of like what we had with Toronto and Columbus on Thursday night, but not quite. It falls just short, but... What doesn't fall short was the over in that game, which was my best bet on the show yesterday. So it's nice now to finally uh, get a couple of best bet winners in a row. Maybe some momentum starting to build after that ridiculous skid uh, with those. All right, next up, we've got um, uh, Nashville. They beat Washington 3-1 to last night. Just a solid workmanlike effort from the Predators. Soros, very good in nets. It's been a very good run for UC Soros in between the pipes lately for the uh, Predators. He was very strong again last night. The Toronto Maple Leafs, man, probably the performance of the day, performance of the night. I mean, stomp an absolute mud hole uh, in the Pittsburgh Penguins. Seven to nothing uh, all over Pittsburgh in that game. Just dominance from really the entire team. I don't think anybody had a bad night. Martin Jones was very good in net. Everybody up front uh, was good. I think for the two new Toronto Maple Leafs, Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi, I think collectively the two of them combined, that was probably the best game they've had uh, this season for sure uh, for that um, Leafs team. And, of course, it goes without saying what Matthew Nyes was able to do with the Gordie Howe hat trick, the goal, the assist, and the shocking fight, the rare fight, his first ever fight last night, sticking up for his uh, line mate Max Domi when he got hit into the boards. Uh, very impressive. That's leadership. That shows you're a good teammate. That shows you care. 
just everything you love about that. No question from the kid, Matthew Nyes, and just dominance from Toronto. And for Pittsburgh, that's hideous. That's awful. And to think that the dads were there for a dad's trip for the Pittsburgh Penguins, that Kyle Dubas was making their GM and president of hockey ops, was making his first return to Toronto since taking the Pittsburgh job, and that's the way you played? That's the effort you rolled out there on the ice? You shit the bed, basically, last night to that extent? Absolutely uh, atrocious job by the Pittsburgh Penguins. They deserve to get roasted for that. That is absolutely awful from the Pittsburgh Penguins last night uh, in that game. And Mike Sullivan, he was at a loss for words. He could barely put two couple of words out there into the media after that loss. And I don't blame him. I mean, it was just uh, awful performance all around by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, St. Louis now 2-0 and under Drew Bannister. Uh, a little bit of a, a slow start. They were down 2-0 early to the Dallas Stars, but they come back. They win 4-3 in overtime uh, against the Stars. And I should have been on Jordan Cairo's props. All the shit he's gotten for his comments about Barube getting booed the other night by the home fans in St. Louis. I figured... You know, it's the perfect spot for him to step up and score a goal, probably. And he sure did that uh, last night against Dallas, uh, getting them on the board. He scored their second goal in that game. Uh, he had a three-point night as well for Cairo. So uh, maybe that's a sign he's ready to get things going again. Uh, and the Blues now 2-0 and uh, after the coaching changes. They take care of the Stars 4-3. Another first period over for the Dallas Stars. It's the gift that keeps on giving uh, a week out from Christmas right now. Uh, those first period overs for Dallas continue to roll in. Arizona shuts out Buffalo 2 nothing. Really ridiculous of me not to be on Arizona in that game. Uh, when we saw it coming from a mile away, off a loss, that's when you want to back Buffalo. Off a win, you want nothing to do with them, uh, and you want to be go- probably betting against them in those spots. And sure enough, typical Buffalo, right? You beat the champs, you look excellent in that game, and then you just lay an absolute turd the next night against Arizona. It's Buffalo season in a nutshell. They can't put two good games in a row together, and it happened again last night against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Calgary, 4-2 against Tampa Bay. Nice win for the Flames there. They needed it. They had been on a skid. Uh, they bounced back with a nice 4-2 win. Igor Sharon Govich, man, hits. We went 1-1 one one with the uh, bargain bin special uh, plays last night. Igor Sharon Govich came through for us, plus 300. We didn't uh, cash, obviously, with Zach Benson for Buffalo, who team got shut out, so obviously... The, you're not going to see the uh, bargain bin cash, but we got Sharon Govich and the Flames with a big 4-2 win against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's road struggles continue. Really, the only road win here in Western Canada was Edmonton, where Vasilevsky had to be subhuman, you know, to preserve the two points for Tampa Bay in that game. Uh, Florida, 5-1. Very nice bounce back for the Panthers. Shut out in their two previous road games against Seattle and Vancouver, but they bounce back and beat the Oilers and hand the Oilers their second straight loss now. So. They've come back down to earth a little bit the last two games, Edmonton. But Florida needed it. They got it. And I say, if you like Florida to win a game moving forward, don't just bet Florida. Bet Verhage and Reinhardt, honestly, you know, to score a goal. Now, Verhage got two. I thought Reinhardt got the third goal, but no, they changed it to Barkov. He didn't touch that puck, but so never mind. But still, Verhage and Reinhardt, you know, goal props, I kind of like that when I uh, look in that direction. But yeah, as far as this that game goes, great job by Florida. And then the LA Kings, man, uh, this game really um, uh, frustrated me, you know, this game, because LA dominated this hockey game. Doubled Seattle in shots, 38 to 19. They were all over the Kraken. The Kraken shouldn't have even been close in this game, and yet I got to sweat out a, what, a nine-round shootout or whatever the fuck it was uh, in that uh, hockey game. Uh, and uh, the LA Kings managed... Uh, to pull it out in the shootout, a game that they probably should have won comfortably 
Uh, instead, they only win 3-2. But credit to Joey Decord. Joey Decord kept the uh, Seattle Kraken uh, in that game uh, last night. Played very well, but uh, we'll, we'll take it. We got the L.A. money line. And that's a. I also said yesterday that's also why I wanted to take uh, my, the minus 150. I didn't want to mess around with minus one, which would have been a push last night, or the regulation, which would have lost. Uh, I just said, you know what? I trust L.A. to win. And I figured there's a chance it might have gone to overtime. And sure enough, it did. But they got the job done with the uh, minus 150 uh, last night on the uh, money line. So we'll take it. On we go to Sunday. We've got Vancouver, Chicago uh, to get the card rolling. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern puck drop in Chicago. We've got the uh, Vancouver Canucks minus 220 road favorites. Six and a half the total uh, in this game. Vancouver off the uh, loss yesterday to the uh, Minnesota Wild. It is back to back on the road for the uh, Vancouver Canucks going into this game. Certainly a rest advantage for Chicago, but Chicago is coming back off the road trip, albeit only two games, so it shouldn't be that taxing uh, against Edmonton and Seattle. They've lost three in a row, uh, just two and seven in their last nine games, so it's obviously been a struggle for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. The offense has really dried up four goals in the last three games combined, and you know Rick Tockett went with Casey DeSmith yesterday, so saving Thatcher Demko for today, that's probably not a good thing when you're looking to try to bust out offensively and Chicago, which has already been hard pressed to score goals lately. Um, you know, definitely uh, not going to get any easier against a guy that's probably in the Vesna trophy uh, hunt right now in Thatcher Demko has been absolutely outstanding. Um, so when I look at this game, you know, I want to get maybe look to Vancouver in some form, but can't say I love the price. Can't say I love the value that we see. Uh, I think the the thing I would like the most here maybe is a first period puck line uh, on the Canucks. I think I might sprinkle on that plus 140. I don't love it. I don't love the what we're getting with Vancouver in this game as far as value is concerned. You know, I don't like the idea of taking minus 132 in regulation on Vancouver or the minus one's a little bit pricey. So maybe the plus 140 with the first period puck line on the Canucks minus a half plus 140. Uh, that is something I might uh, put a few bucks on. Other than that, not a whole lot. I also probably would lean to the team total for Vancouver over three and a half minus 116. If it's Soderblom in net, I certainly will probably add the team total because he's been atrocious lately. Uh, he's really had a tough time fighting the puck, fighting with his confidence right now. If it's Morozik, I still might bet it, but I, I wouldn't like it nearly as much. So let's go. Let's call it lukewarm leans here with the uh, Canucks first period puck line minus a half plus one forty, uh, and also the uh, team total on the Canucks over three and a half, which I will like more obviously if we see uh, Soderblom in net for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. By the way, I should point out Vancouver's beaten uh, Chicago uh, four straight times and all by two goals or more. So I'm not a big full game puck line guy. But if there's a time maybe to look in that direction, could be this 10. So Vancouver minus one and a half plus 116. Um, maybe I split it up with the first period and full game puck line because you're right. Canucks have, uh, you know, they've won four straight and they've all been by two goals or more. So they've been able to beat this uh, Chicago team by margin. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But those are the uh, ways I'm leaning here in this game. And props, the only thing I'm really interested in here, it's not a big prop game for me because could be one of those games where the goals are not as plentiful. Uh, but uh, we've talked about it with uh, Mikheyev and Lafferty and Hoaglander. Those three guys have been a little undervalued lately based on their spot in the lineup. I still think Donato is probably not a bad option because he's moved up with Bedard and Kurashev on the top line. But And you know, I, there is one I do like, Anthony Bovillier, former team angle for Chicago. 
uh, playing on the second line. His first game against Vancouver since that trade just recently. Uh, and they dealt him away because, you know what, they wanted to get uh, a little cap space. So that should motivate you if you're Beauvillier. I mean, they, they basically treated me as a cap space dump, a salary cap dump uh, in that trade to Chicago. So if I'm Anthony Beauvillier, I'm coming to play here against Vancouver. They basically dumped me because they needed cap relief. So we'll see what he brings to the table. But uh, angle-wise with the situation, makes sense. Maybe to sprinkle on Anthony Beauvillier here. Uh, in this game to score a goal. All right, Washington, Carolina. Rest of the games are at uh, tonight. Uh, we've got Carolina minus 230, home favorites, six the total. You know, this is a game where I like the Carolina first period puck line. I do. Very disheartening loss against Nashville. Uh, they had a strong start, but defense let them down. Goaltending let them down. Uh, Anti-Ronta was just terrible. And the big news yesterday, Anti-Ronta placed on waivers by the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. I expect them to clear waivers. I don't think anyone's going to be picking them up. Uh, I think he's, and he should probably be uh, uh, clearing waivers any uh, in the next couple of hours. So that's an interesting development. Again, this is being done for cap reasons um, and they want to free up some space. uh, Carolina Uh, cap considerations is part of it. Uh, The other part of it is look, it's just not been very good. uh, Anti Ronta lately. So uh, there's a, it's a dual, uh, situation here as to why he ended up uh, being placed on waivers. Uh, so Pyotr Kochekov, with obviously Freddie Anderson out indefinitely, Pyotr Kochekov becomes the guy now uh, for Carolina at this point in time. They've called up from Norfolk of the ECHL, not the AHL, from the ECHL. The Carolina Hurricanes have called up Yanov Peretz uh, here from the um, AHL. Uh, five and six with a 2.38 goals against average and 916 save percentage in the ECHL, the East Coast League. So again, that's two levels down. You know, it's not just one level down; it's two levels down from the National Hockey League. So, uh, you know, we will see how he. Uh, uh, well, we'll he's not going to get in unless there's an injury to Kochetkov. We will see Kochetkov here today. But it'll be fascinating if he were to have to come into the game for some reason. But you know, it's a tough spot for Washington. They lost last night to Nashville. Three to one, the back to back now for them. Uh, they're going to, I believe, go with a Dem- uh, Kemper uh, in net because it was Lindgren last night. And we know Kemper's had a tough time this season 3.13 goals against, 892 save percentage. So I-, I think it's a good situation for Carolina to win this game. I mean, I lean to the full game puck line, but you know, these Carolina games, they don't always win games by more than a goal. I prefer the first period here more than anything here. You can get minus a half plus 130 with the uh, Carolina Hurricanes in the first period puck line. So that's basically the way I would go about it here in this game. Stefan Nason, is, I'm going to go back to the well with him. He's on the top line. He had two points in the game against Nashville, including a goal, three goals in the last five games for the Hurricanes. Very undervalued uh, player at the moment, Steph Nason. As far as player props go, getting that top line role with Sebastian Ajo uh, and uh, Seth Jarvis, and you can get uh, Nason here at plus 320 at FanDuel uh, to score a goal here in this game. So great value there. Uh, My favorite prop in that game for sure. All right, next up, we continue along. Anaheim, New Jersey, Devils minus 270 home favorites. Uh, The total here, six and a half shaded to the over in this game. I mean, at one of these times, you'd just love to be able to take a shot here with Anaheim when they're in these favorable spots. And this is no doubt a favorable spot. They've got uh, the day off between the Ranger game on Friday and this game. You've got New Jersey coming back from Columbus for a back-to-back here uh, in this game. I mean, just one of these times you'd like to see Anaheim step up and 
take advantage of one of these situations, but they just uh, they can't get out of their own way right now. It's just been an awful, awful stretch of hockey. One and ten. One and ten for Anaheim now in their last 11 games. So um, it's not a great New Jersey spot, but, you know, you're talking about an Anaheim team. you got to trust them to win this game, and it's hard to trust them right now. New Jersey's won three straight games head-to-head against Anaheim. Uh, you go back further than that. They've also won three straight here in Jersey uh, against the Anaheim Ducks. So it's just very, very difficult to get involved with Anaheim right now. There's just um, the defensive play has been subpar. The goaltending has been mediocre. They've given up 13 goals in the last uh, three games combined. Uh, that's not exactly what you want to see. Um, the problem is here when you look at trying to back Jersey in some form, you're talking about a big favorite. Talking about the team total here being over three and a half at almost minus 160. So it's just very difficult to find value here um, in, in this one. So we'll see. Uh, Devils have been slow starters at home. Ducks puck line in the first period for uh, John Massey. That's puck line. That's not money line. That's Is that like minus a half puck line? Wow. Uh, or no, he might be playing it safe. He might be going with plus a half um, minus 140 with the uh, Anaheim puck line. I think that's what he means. The half plus half a goal with uh, Anaheim in the uh, first period. Um, I, I don't fault you for based on the spot, but just very difficult. Oh, minus. Oh, he's going for the big score. Minus a half uh, in the alternative puck line here for uh, Anaheim uh, in this game. So, yeah, you know what? That's, that's, that's not, that's, I get why you're doing it. It's, 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 it sets up nicely for Anaheim. You know, right. This game schedule wise sets up very, very nicely for the Anaheim Ducks, but are they good enough to capitalize on it? That's the thing you got to ask yourself here. Yeah, minus a half with Anaheim's like plus 240, plus 250. You know, that's the price I'm seeing here with the uh, Anaheim Ducks. I might sprinkle on that. I just might. Uh, never mind the money line. The money line's a good price, and obviously if the game's tied after the first period, you have the security of getting a push. You know, if you take Anaheim plus 176, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sprinkle on both, just tiny bets. Plus 176, pinnacle. Minus the half, the minus a half plus two fifty. The New Jersey goal differential in the first period is a little bit. It's not Columbus bad, but it's not great, you know. And they're coming off that big win last night, so you know, don't trust Anaheim for the full game. I I agree with that sentiment fully, but maybe in that opening period they stunned the Devils a little bit, uh, for sure. So I think based on the spot, and, and don't, doesn't this team have to be at some point, you know? desperation has to set in for Anaheim. You're one bloody win in the last 11 games. And I know they miss Mason McTavish, but, you know, I think at some point, um, you know, you've got to see this team bring that urgency early. I think they might hear, actually, I thought their first period against the Rangers was okay the other night. You know, they got the first goal in that game, but they weren't able to sustain it. So there's a lot of, if you like this Anaheim first period angle, which to me makes sense, you could go with Anaheim plus a half, minus 140 to really be safe where a tie cashes your bet in the first period, you could go with the money line plus 176, or you can go with the a little bit more bold uh, look. And that's the minus a half at plus 250 uh, in the first period with the Anaheim Ducks. But I do think it's worth a look uh, here uh, just in the first period, because New Jersey has had the slow starts and Anaheim at some point point, you know, you got to try to stop the bleeding here and get back and get off the schneid. We'll see if they can do that here in this game. Uh, against the uh, New Jersey Devils. Don't have a, a lot here as far as props go uh, in this game, really. Um, you know, the the New Jersey Devil lines have been set right now, other than Hughes. I mean, you could uh, you could make an argument that every time you get the opportunity with uh, Jack Hughes, 
you know, to over one and a half points. It's hard to ignore that right now. He's just been on fire for the uh, Devils. All right, San Jose and Colorado. Uh, we've got the uh, San, uh, Colorado Avalanche minus 300 home favorites here against the uh, Sharks. Uh, the total in this one, six and a half shaded to the under. Uh, certainly, we've been rocking the uh, Sharks in the uh, draw uh, lately uh, in games involving uh, the Sharks. Do I want to take it tonight? I know I don't want to lay minus 300 with Colorado. I know I don't want really want to take Colorado uh, right now. Uh, I know they had those two wins against Calgary and Buffalo, but, you know, that was a pretty wretched game for them last night against uh, Winnipeg. 6-2 loss. Now on a back-to-back, Kale McCarr being out obviously makes uh, his huge lower body injury. So we'll see if he's back here uh, on a back-to-back situation against the uh, Sharks. Uh, Georgiev and Blackwood, by the way, uh, your goaltending projections, but nobody confirmed. I should point out Gibson and Vanacek are the goalie projections for the Ducks and the Devils game that we just talked about. Um, you know, I, when I look at this here, San Jose, Colorado, um, I don't know if I have the guts to say San Jose wins this game, but the draw, I'm interested uh, with the uh, with these two teams. If you actually look at it, Colorado's had a tough time with San Jose, even though they've won seven straight meetings over the Sharks. Two of those have gone past regulation. Uh, you look at last year in April in San Jose, it was 4-3 Colorado in overtime. Earlier this year in San Jose, it was 2-1 Colorado in a shootout. And the guy that was incredible in that game, Mackenzie Blackwood, should be in net. So that's really what I like more than anything here uh, is the draw. You know, maybe San Jose can win. I don't want to worry about that because the one thing about San Jose is they haven't beaten Colorado in seven straight. And in those two overtime shootout games recently, Colorado won them both. I think I'm, I know I've had San Jose and the draw multiple times in their recent games, but I think in this game tonight specifically, I'm just going to stick to the draw uh, here at plus four. Holy shit, plus 440 at FanDuel. Yeah, I'm definitely betting that at that price. You're going to give me a Sharks and Abs draw plus 440. Uh, you're talking about two of the last three meetings between these squads have gone past regulation. You know, a San Jose team that's gone past regulation, three of the last five games, all five recent San Jose games have been one goal games as well. So not only three of the last five San Jose games have gone past regulation, but you had the Winnipeg game, which was two to one. That nearly got to overtime. The one nothing game against Arizona on Friday night, that game nearly went to overtime. So, yeah, I, I'm crazy. Uh, hey, if if cash and draws left and right, Barry, makes me crazy, then I'm happy to be crazy. Uh, <laughs> let's put it that way. It's been very good for me and my NHL bankroll with the draw bets this year for the most part. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, the draw here, plus 440 uh, for a small bet. Nothing really more other than that. Uh, remember, Mackenzie Blackwood was just heroic. Marty Brodeur-esque uh, in the previous meeting between these two teams. We'll see if that continues here uh, between the uh, Sharks and the uh, Avs. But that's about it for me, just to look toward uh, the draw in this one. I lean over, but I don't love it uh, here in this game. And as far as the props go, uh, look, Jonathan Drouin, um, keep an eye on him. He scored last night. He's on the second line. Uh, that's interesting to note. Nachushkin, McKinnon, and Rantanen. Maybe you sprinkle on this college kid, too, Ben Myers. Uh, ben Myers is a kid that uh, he's been in the uh, AHL mostly this year. Uh, he took over Tatar's spot um, last night after Tatar got dealt to Seattle. Uh, he's on the second line, which had been Thomas Tatar's spot, uh, playing with uh, Drew N and with Ryan Johansson. 
So if you're looking for value there, there's someone that's all of a sudden popped his way into a top six forward role for the Colorado Avalanche. And you can get Ben Myers tonight at plus 800 to score a goal for the uh, Colorado Avalanche in this game. So why not? Putting a couple of bucks on that second line, take advantage. Books haven't adjusted. Books have no clue, clearly. This guy's on the second line with Johansson and Drouin for the Colorado, and you can get plus 800 on him at FanDuel to score a goal. These are the situations we love. These are the situations you just you can't wait to have these presented to you as far as betting goal scorer props uh, in the NHL. So uh, definitely we'll take advantage of that price, no question, with uh, Ben Myers tonight uh, for Colorado. All right, next up, let's go to Ottawa and Vegas. We've got um, uh, Vegas, a big uh, favorite here, uh, minus 185. Home favorites against the struggling, reeling uh, Ottawa Senators who can't get out of their own way right now. Uh, six and a half, the total in this game. This is a really, really tough one. Uh, this would be a lean to the draw by default. I don't trust, I don't want to lay this price with Vegas. They have not had a very good week, the Vegas Golden Knights, to be honest with you. I mean, they lose to Buffalo 5-2 at home on Friday night. The, the wins against Calgary and San Jose in overtime and a shootout in, respectively in those games were very unimpressive. You know, they just haven't been at their absolute best here. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights in recent games, not dominating opposition. And that's what you need to be doing if you're going to be uh, someone I even consider looking at as a favorite in this price range. That being said, Ottawa, three of their last four, they've lost three straight losses, disheartening losses because they didn't play well against Carolina. They really didn't play well against St. Louis. They were outshot like 12 nothing to begin that game. Uh, against the St. Louis Blues. And then they start strong against Dallas. They have multiple two-goal leads in that game, uh, and they just cannot close the door uh, and win that game, uh, losing a 5-4 to the uh, Dallas Stars uh, in that. Yeah, I would lean over here. I agree. I don't love it because I worry about that game when Vegas tightens it up and gets back to, hey, we got to start defending the way we know we're capable of. And then you start to look at series history between these two teams, uh, and we've seen one, two, you know, four, four and two to the under. Uh, every recent head-to-head meeting in Vegas has gone under with these two teams, four, one, two, one, three, two. So again, it's a it's a lukewarm over lean for me, but nothing I'm overly excited about. Uh, let's put it that way. And I'm not excited about backing either of these teams right now. I don't trust the Golden Knights, you know, with the way they've played the last few. And I certainly don't trust Ottawa uh, right now. And Ottawa hasn't had much success in Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Well, They've been dominated by Vegas, 9-1 and one for Vegas in the last 10 meetings against Ottawa. And every game against, uh, and the last four meetings again in Vegas were all Vegas Golden Knights victories. So uh, definitely strong series history dominant here for uh, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in this game. But yeah, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the draw here with Ottawa and Vegas. Uh, and maybe maybe I get there with the over, but I'm going to wait to see what the goaltending situation is here for uh, this game, see what the uh, goaltending confirmations are. The draw is plus 390, uh, by the way, at FanDuel. Uh, and the goaltending for this game tonight, we're projected to see Jonas Corposalo for Ottawa, Logan Thompson for Vegas, but nothing confirmed uh, as of yet in either uh, of these uh, respects. And then for uh, props here, not a ton for me in this game, although I will point out for Ottawa, there is... Someone that started to heat up, and we know Stutzla's been pretty consistent. We know you're, what you're going to get most nights from uh, Brady Kachuk, uh, no question about that. Um, and Josh Norris, you know, has three goals in the last five games, three points in the last five as well. But someone that's really starting to ramp it up for Ottawa is Drake Batherson. Two goals against Dallas, 
Uh, he's on a pretty solid point streak right now where he's gone. He's collected at least one point in seven of the last eight games for the um, Ottawa Senators. So maybe some Batherson looks here as far as props go. And then for Vegas going into this game tonight, um, you know, you want to keep an eye on a, I would say keep an eye on uh, Chandler Stevenson. Uh, Chandler Stevenson has started to wake up a little bit. Five points, three goals in the last four games for him. So he's probably the most uh, appealing value-laden player prop for Vegas uh, here in this game tonight based on his recent form. All right, great stuff. Shout out to everyone in the chat. 121 live viewers on YouTube. Hit the like button. Uh, we appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, yes, thanks for the update, uh, Dustin Wolf. Uh, absolutely. Um, so Dustin Wolf sent down by uh, Calgary. That's the right move. If you're going to waste his time and, and not start him more often here at the NHL level, sending him down is the right move, uh, in my opinion. Uh, all right. Reminder, patreon.com slash ice guys. As of yesterday, actually, I shouldn't say that. As of yesterday, we are going to keep the Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday uh, daily card sides and totals and the player props card. We've been obviously posting it on YouTube. At, on the community tab every day for the last several weeks since the uh, subscription options and the ability to be a member, uh, a paid member on the YouTube channel got uh, uh, deactivated. We've been posting the, uh, because we know there's been people that re-upped in uh, November and their one-month subscription obviously carried over. So for that reason, we've been posting the daily card and the player props on the community tab still. But as of yesterday, the Saturday, Tuesday, and Thursday, the three busy days of the week, those three days, you can, we will only be able to find the daily card and the player props card on Patreon. Okay. At patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 a month for members only for the people that are paying uh, as Patreon members. It's only fair to them uh, that the card is only available to them uh, on those biz busy days. So on the, the, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, the lighter days on the slate, we will still post the card until the end of the year on the community tab on YouTube. And then once January 1st arrives, uh, all seven days of the week, uh, the card and the player props will only be available and posted to Patreon members on the Patreon page, patreon.com slash ice guys. So we can't stress this enough. If you love get, seeing the daily card and player props and all that uh, posted daily, that's where it is. Patreon.com slash ice guys. Yeah. Trisha, um, we wanted to be, we really wanted to get everything moved more toward YouTube. And then they dropped the hammer on us for, I don't know, copyright reason. I don't know, something. Uh, and um, they've basically taken away our ability to have a membership plan here on YouTube. So we've, at least at the moment, got to go all the way back to Patreon. So in the new year, everything is going to be Patreon for the members only content the, the daily card, the player props, the goalie charts, totals, charts, power ratings, all the bonus videos, bonus shows. Bonus live betcasts, impromptu live betcasts that we will be doing starting in January. Those will be Patreon members only uh, events. Uh, so again, uh, make sure you check that out. And again, when I say live betcasts that are Patreon only starting in January, those are additional betcasts. There's still going to be the one and two betcasts every month, one betcast in January, and then two betcasts every month starting in February. That'll be open to the public, free for all. Uh, everyone will be able to participate in those, but we will have the odd uh, impromptu live betcast just for Patreon members as well, starting in the new year. So patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 a month. And again, check out the ice guys store as well. Iceguys.myspreadshop.com. All right, let's get to bargain bin special of the night. I'm going to give you two again, and uh, it's just uh, two really good ones. 
And um, I'm going to go to Carolina. Stefan Nason, plus 320 uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes, playing on the top line with Ajo and Jarvis. He scored in the last game for the uh, Hurricanes. Great price for a guy that's obviously been fine in the back of the net. Plus 320, Stefan Nason for the Carolina Hurricanes. That's my first of two bargain bin special of the night selections. The other one, I'm going to go to that San Jose-Colorado game, and I'm going to Ben Myers. I am going real deep into the bargain bin with this one. He's on the second line with Johansson and Drouin. It's a line that scored for them against Winnipeg last night. Drouin got the goal. You're talking plus 800 at FanDuel for Ben Myers on the second line. That is what I call tremendous value right there uh, for someone playing in a top six forward role. So there's your two bargain bin specials of the night for me. Stefan Nason, Carolina Hurricanes, plus 320. And Ben Myers, Colorado, Avalanche, plus 800 uh, for my bargain bin specials of the night on this Sunday card. All right, and lo, lo and behold, you know, hell is frozen over because we're finally on a little best bet hot streak now uh, the last couple of nights with back-to-back winners uh, with uh, the best bet. This is challenging for me to come up with a best bet tonight. There's nothing I really, really love, honestly, on this card, side or total. So it's a little difficult. It's a little tricky. Um, but I will go with, as far as the uh, best bet for this game tonight, or for this card, let's go with that Carolina first period puck line. Let's do that. You got Washington on a back-to-back. Carolina wanting to get the awful taste of that 6-5 loss where they squandered the lead, lost an OT to the Predators. Rest advantage. Expect a good start for Carolina. Expect Piotr Kochetkov in net, who's played a lot better here the last couple times we've seen him in net. I think it's a reasonable chance to see Carolina get the lead after the opening 20 minutes. So Carolina Hurricanes, minus a half, plus 136, uh, first period puck line uh, against Washington. Uh, That is going to be my best bet here for this uh, Sunday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate it very much. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Monday. Uh, for an, uh, and by the way, Monday's show tomorrow will be 3 p.m. Eastern. Okay, we're one more week of a 3 p.m. Eastern start time for the Monday show. Uh, and then after that, we should be back to 2 p.m. Eastern on Mondays for the rest of the season. So 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on Monday for the next edition of the Ice Guys. Enjoy your Sunday. We'll see you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys. Mm-hmm.